Hey guys, it's me, TJ Pandora Tear here. Hello. Happy New Year. We survived 2019. We didn't kill anybody, although it might have been tempting once or twice, maybe three times. Yeah, so 2020, and I know I've heard a lot of people doing the roaring 20s and everything old is new again sort of thing. You know, what's really funny is that I hear a lot of people saying, oh, this is so new age, and I hate to break it to people, but all new age is is old age with, like, more succulents. So I'm just saying. And I just... I, you have to forgive me. I'm just a little annoyed of late because I've been watching a lot of stupid people doing stupid things or intelligent people yet doing stupid things. And I'm going, why? There's just, why? So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about people being stupid and how a member of the occult community, if they're being stupid, what are ways you can circumvent around that crap? So strap in, get your broomstick, make sure it's not on flambe, and let's ride this baby until the new, the new moon turns blue from cold. I'm right there with you, so please hold for the next available witch. One second. Hey, it's me again. Welcome to my weird world. <laughs> now, I don't know if any of you have gone through this witchy war, whoop whoop, drama llamas, what have you, but doesn't it seem to you that there's always in the occult community, and we'll call it that, the occult community, or, you know, the metaphysical mayhem of that which is our lives, is it just me? <sighs> or there's always some special yahoo that wants to be king or queen diphead on thunder duh mountain and they're like i am king or queen dumb and i'm not talking about dumb like they can't control being stupid like it's not a you know it's just in their system or making stupid mistakes because I am the queen of making stupid mistakes. I do that on the frequent. I'm talking about people that intentionally try to act better than they truly are. I'm not talking about even putting on airs per se. I'm talking about people that want you to feel like they're more important than you by acting stupid and they think they're all that in a bag of chips or tostadas, especially in California. Is it just me? I just want to know. I work in an occult store. I live, breathe, and suck the oxygen of an occult store two to three times a week. And I get people coming in there that think they're high didgeridoo of derpy derp mountain that come in there to get supplies. And they're going, oh, I'm the high priestess of derp derp clan and you are so beneath me get in line you're still gonna have to make sure your credit card is valid i'm sorry you know i see it all the time at various events various places and it's not just the occult community well yeah it's the entire occult community i'm gonna throw the goths in there too and the vampires and the shapeshifters and all y'all 
all, all anything to do with the dark and the secret and the ookie bookie mysterious, we're just going to throw you in a cult community. And that's where we're going to put you. Because I'm tired of pigeonholing. Everybody's a special little snowflake. Like, no, I'm really a dark fae. I'm not a vampire. I'm dark fae. Honey, roll your dice and go back to gaming, Glebe. Because guess what? You're still bleeding from tripping down the stairs after drinking two shots of sake. So, you know, you're still human. You haven't grown any wings, and I don't care how many times you've seen Carnival Row, you're still human. And, you know, it's just at the end of the day, take your cat ears off, take your fangs out, put your riding crop down, put your herbs and your oils and your incense away, cuddle up in your jammy jams, and watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch Season 3 starting on Netflix January 24th. There, I said it. And you know I'm right because you all feel it too. You guys who are listening to me, you know you get fed up with it just as much as I do. I sit there on the daily online. I sit there on the daily at various occult stores I go to or circles or gatherings. And there's that one flip wit that thinks they're better than all y'all, ain't got no training, but they're like, oh, I'm a natural witch, or I'm a genetic witch, or I'm a... Look, I come from a family of witches, okay? My mom was a witch. My aunts were witches. My two uncles were witches. My sister probably should have been a witch, but she's a dental tech, probably. I don't really know anymore. You know, my sister grew up in a crazy environment, just like myself. I started doing readings at 14 years of age and I know tea leaf reading from my grandmother. I know palmistry from my other grandmother. So don't give me your boo-boo speech about how you know all there is to know about the occult where I, not yet 50, but in my 40s, still clutching for every month to get to stay in my 40s, haven't learned everything. But yet, I know a lot more than some of y'all, but yet I don't know everything because it's life. Life is about learning, but you get some Yahoo that thinks because they bought a book, haven't read it, but they bought it. They know everything. They, they, you know, and I say this because I say, oh, there's a car next to me and I didn't even notice that. Hey, moving on. I don't care. A writing crop does not make you a dominatrix. A bunch of herbs, a spice rack does not make you a witch. A pair of fangs does not make you a vampire. A pair of kitten ears don't make you a cute little kitty or a shadow cat. A pair of wings does not make you a fairy. At the end of the day, put your ears down, your fangs out, enjoy the good times that you've had, and move on. Just accept that you are human. It's okay to be a witch. I'm a witch. It's okay to enjoy the vampire lifestyle. If you want to go traipse around the rest of the countryside and go to all the nightclubs and do all the things, you know, do as you will, but don't harm nobody in process. That means you can't go nomming people on the throat against their will on the subway system. That's just not a nice thing to do. That's just rude. 
You know, don't try to turn people into a frog because guess what? That's just rude. Don't try to do love spells on people because that's just rude. That's called messing with people's free will. I get into that for Valentine's Day. I'm going to talk about that on Valentine's Day. That's another story for another campfire. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But anyway, I'm just sick and tired. It's the beginning of a new year, y'all. And yet people are already breaking up with other people. There's there's a lot of things going on in the beauty community, the drama community. There's the people very upset about a lot of things. A lot of drama llamas out there. A lot of posers. A lot of freaks. A lot of just crazy Nana Shuggins going on. People thinking, I'm better than you. I've got my own witch posse and we gonna take you out and block you and do this and do that. You know what? You know what? You are human. You think you're all that fine. You're still human. At the end of the day, you all wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning terrified that something weird is happening. I know I do sometimes at 3.33 in the morning. But anyway, I'm digressing. I just can't stand people that are delusional, but not psychologically in a delusional state. It's this ego it's this, and I mean, there's, everybody's a special snowflake. You pet them on the head, hand them a cookie, whatever. But there's these ones that, this ego, it's the gall and the manipulations of, they go to one person and say, oh, well, he said, she said, they said, you said, we said, I said, this and this and this about you. And then they go run to other people. Oh, he said, she said, we said, you said, I said, they said about you. Trying to trigger these little witch wars. And he said, we said, you said, I said, they said, shut up. It's hard enough to pay your credit card bill, let alone dealing with people trying to conjure up the dark forces to have zombies knock on your front door and try to eat your cat. Knock it off. Just be human and move on. You know, oh, so-and-so said something about me, so I'm going to do something bad to them. I'm going to go stick pins into a doll. Really? You're that shallow. Wow. Okay. I thought, like, high school ended, like, after you left high school. No, they're still out there. I know women in their 60s and 70s in the occult communities that are sitting there doing these reindeer games against other people because they're not in their circle or they're not in their clique or they don't see eye to eye. Really? You know, it's 2020, y'all. We are supposed to be joining forces together to fight stupidity. And a common cause of trying to make the world a better place instead of knocking people down. Knock it off! So, you know, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Uh, (laughs) So how do you deal with it? We'll get into that in a minute. But I just, gosh, I need some mozzarella sticks because, like, I'm just not feeling the fantasy. So, what do we do with people, egomaniac witches that have to have their ego stroked? Okay, well, I'm going to try to wrap this up into five different things of what we can do. One, we can try to avoid them. You know, that seems to be the big thing to that really ticks off witches that need attention is that because they got to raise the dark forces and say, wooga, booga, booga, booga. They think they know all that. Woo, woo. You know, biggest thing is to ignore them and hope that they go away. 
that seems to be one of the big things is that if we ignore them, they'll split. That's, that's, that's hoping for the best. Um, that's number one, you know, ignore them. Maybe they'll go away. Number two, just don't, don't make eye contact with them. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but just don't. It's kind of like some of the people that you go to the mall and they want you to try their perfume or they want you to try their hair care products that you don't want. They know they suck, but this is the job they can do right now. So don't make eye contact. Don't don't make eye contact with them. Maybe if you don't see them, they're not there. So that's two. So if you're lucky, don't make eye contact. Let's see. Third one, if you've had to communicate with said individuals, you've had to look at them, you've had to speak to them, and you know perfectly doggone good and well, these people just suck. They think that they're all that, and you know, you're like, wow, they have a bigger ego than me. I didn't think it possible. So especially, I know I have an ego. But so what do you do? So okay, third thing is it's just, uh-huh, that's very interesting. Excuse me for a minute. Um, Oh, look a baby wolf and walk away (laughs) like oh excuse me I have a thing you're like oh excuse me I have a thing and walk away make something up I don't care what you have to do just oh that just reminded me excuse me won't you and just meander away now if that doesn't work you know that's three things so fourth thing if none of these things work and they're still touting and spouting to any and everybody that will listen to them, trying to raise up more minions for themselves, I guess there was a, you know, I guess they were trying to call 1-800-RENT-A-MINION and they couldn't get anybody, so they're trying to rally more people to worship fullness them. You know, really, uh, <laughs> that's another story for another day. So fourth thing is it's just look at them and just shake your head and I mean I could say just walk away but these people these type of people who have to have their ego stroked on the constant basis and they're in the community and they come to events sometimes some way somebody's going to have a reckoning with them that's just the nature of the beast and I know you don't want to be the one to have the reckoning with them I know I've never had wanted to do it too I've done it a few times and called them out on their bluffs and Sometimes you have to be that person to call them out on their bluffs. But you better make sure you've got enough information and enough data and enough know-how and enough knowledge to make sure you have such powers to do such a thing. Now, there's always the fifth thing. And also on that fourth thing, you really don't want to interact with them. Just try to walk away. Just try to walk away and... Let others know that they suck too and say, hey, you know what? Nothing personal. You just met Demetrius or Princess Vanilla Milla and she's Queen Whoopi Woo of Dumb Butt Mountain and, you know, of, of Dumb Butt Circle Clan or whatever they're calling themselves this day of the week. And just letting you know, you know, don't, don't give them $200 and offer to clean their house and for their classes or whatever because you know what Mm, you don't want to do that just they don't have that much experience I'm just saying I have a little story too by the way and anyway so those are some really good suggestions if you have a gut feeling that someone's not right for you walk away 
just walk away, turn on your heel and just go, nope, and leave. You know, because, and I mean, then the fifth one, the fifth one's for the ones that you can, that's skill. The fifth one is more towards a, a manipulation game, which I don't encourage because you just want to walk away from the drama. But if you're just tired of their crap, just go toe to toe and say, really? Because I don't remember so-and-so saying that. Oh, but in this tome, it says this. Really? I don't recollect that. You will never win dealing with a hot shot, okay? Because they will make things up just to prove you wrong. And rather than get into a tete with them, just walk away. Because sometimes it's just the best medicine to walk away. And warn others of their dippery. Best thing to do. So five, I don't suggest. There's other things. If you have other ways that you call people out. I have been known to call people out on many, 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 many facts. Many, many, many different things. I had one woman. (sighs) Story time with Pan. A long, long time ago. Time with Pan. Once upon a time, Pandora was in Illinois and she had heard that there was this circle or this grove or this group or this gathering group of people that, you know, oh, hey, coven, rock on, great. Met this person, she was a witch. I said, oh, cool, someone I can, you know, banter to and talk about stuff and do spells. It'll be great learn some herb magic. Hey, it'll be a party. And I went to their house for a ritual. I went to their place for a ritual and they were doing, you know, we were having a barbecue and all that. And they were supposedly the big high priestess woo woo of this circle coven grove, whatever you want to call it. And I went to their house and they had in their house, the whole house, by the way, two bookshelf, uh, a bookshelf, like the ones, bookshelves that come up to about like your about uh, upper knee, maybe your waist, and it had two shelves on it. You know, you've seen them at Walmart and Target. And their occult library for their whole circle hearth, gro- grove, coven, whatever you want to call it, circle, was all the books of Silver Raven Wolf. <clears throat> Go ahead, have your moment. I'll wait. <clears throat> ah. Now, I say this nicely. I love Silver Raven Wolf. I have a whole bunch of Silver Raven Wolf books at home. But I will say this to you, and I will quote you. You can quote me for this, by the way. One single Silver Raven Wolf book doth not a coven make. One Silver Raven Wolf collection doth not make a library. I'm just saying. 
I love Silver Raven Wolf. I have like six books of Silver Raven Wolf, including the Halloween one, which is my favorite, actually. To stir a magic cauldron, to light a phoenix flame, or stir a happy bat, or, you know, she's got some books out there. To do a something something. To a certain cauldron. To stir a silver cauldron, broomstick, flame, happy Halloween. I don't know. I've got about four or five of her books and I like her style and she's very intelligent. She's very knowledgeable and go team her. I like her. However, you don't just have one author as your library for your coven. I'm like, where's the Scott Cunningham? Where's the Raymond Buckland? Where's, you know, the Doreen Valiente? Is it Valiente? I can't remember. Where's the Where's the Ellen Dugan? I mean, sitting there back of my mind, where's Campanelli? You know, and, oh, well, we don't have those. I'm like, oh, okay. And I just let it go. Now, I had a cold. Time passes. I had a cold. And about two days later, their high priestess literally knocks on my door at my house. I used to have a four-story Victorian house in Illinois long ago in the land of the far away. We had a library with two French doors. When you'd open the French doors, it would walk and lead you into a library next to the foyer. And she came to bring me some sort of herbal thing to make me feel better from my cold. And I was like, oh, rock on. Let's go to the library. Let's cut through the library to go to the kitchen. And I open the library doors. Now, my mother was a librarian high priestess, okay? She loved books, loved books. This is why I was an abbess in her circle instead of a high priestess, because I basically took care of all the books. I loved being a librarian. It was awesome, awesome. So I go through the library to go to the kitchen and grab the glass, and this girl looked around literally almost dropped her basket and she's like looking around and she's like um yeah here I've gotta go I'm like what and she's like oh this is your library now my mom's library had shelves like from the ceiling to the baseboards full of occult books, full of history books, full of archaeology books, psychology books, uh, historical, medical, uh, hygieia books, you know, there, there was science fiction, you know, we collected books. That was our thing. Big bibliophiles. And she kind of handed me her thing and she's like, I've got to go. And she left about two weeks later. I got this engraved letter or this letter from them saying, yeah, we don't think you're a proper fit for our circle. And I was like, I didn't know I was, I thought it was a book club. To be honest, I thought their circle, Grove, Coven, whatever you want to call them, was more of a book club thing instead of a coven coven. And I'm like, oh dear. Now that wasn't me trying to stroke my ego to, I swear to God, it wasn't me trying to stroke my ego going, I got more books than you, but you, you guys see what I'm talking about, right? I mean, it's one thing to go to your library, local handy dandy library, go and check books out, which I was very much at that time trying to get more occult books into libraries, you know, and I'm still an advocate of getting more occult books into libraries, but you cannot be a high priestess of a grove, a circle, a coven, 
a household, whatever you want to call it, with only one author and all of their books. I mean, if it's your thing, go with it. But you have to have variety. You have to have choices. I myself am a Scott Cunningham fan. However, I'm now becoming an Ellen Dugan fan too. Depends on which thing of Raymond Buckland that I like. Some Buckland, not all. The Big Blue Book, I don't care to read again ever in my life. Because sometimes Raymond Buckland speaks in third person. Like, Raymond Buckland wouldn't do that. And in Raymond Buckland's biography, dude, you're Raymond Buckland. Well, yeah, but Raymond Buckland, no. (laughs) So, I am not a fan of Raymond Buckland's Blue Book style. But I am a fan of Raymond Buckland's gypsy witchcraft and magic books which are very very historical so it's taste is in the eye of the beholder but you can't have just a bookshelf with five books on it and a bunch of candles underneath saying this is our library and I'm like oh am I that jaded god now that I'm talking you guys am I that jaded god I feel horrible kind of now but at the same token I'm sitting there going you have to have variety to see what things you do like see which things you don't agree with after time you may agree I don't like Scott Cunningham actually I love Scott Cunningham but maybe you realize I don't like some of the things of Raymond Buckland maybe I didn't like Ellen Dugan maybe I really like Silver Ravenwolf but you've got to have variety and choice and that's what life is about free will and choice so yeah so I got kicked out of a coven by accident because I let them come into my house (laughs) life lesson learned moving on Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to my rhetoric because sometimes now I listen back now and I'm like, God, maybe I was just a catty bitch looking back on my life. No, I was actually not even acknowledging the fact I was doing anything wrong because I had grown into being in the biblio books world for so long. I didn't know any difference. But anyway... The thing is, moral to this story is that 2019 is kind of like an angry drunk girl that got thrown out of the nightclub. The nightclub being life. She just got thrown out of the nightclub into the alley. She's missing a shoe. Her hair, you know, her freaking extensions are falling out. She's drunk. She's got part of her sequin mini skirt over her head. And, you know, hobbling on one shoe, yanking it off, trying to hit the bouncer, trying to get back into the club. And the bouncer's like, nope, that drunk girl who's just not, not worth it, man. That's 2019. The bouncer is 2020. And we should just go back in and dance and forget about the drunk girl in the alley who's trying to get back into the club. So thank you for listening to me vent. I apologize for just going off the rail. I don't know why. (laughs) Maybe it's this kind of like I keep watching so much kerfuffle going on in the community. And I'm like, really? This is happening? What the hell? But just ignore certain people that think they're better than you. No matter what community you're in. Because at the end of the day we're all human or we're just really cool people and all we want to do is pet our cat drink some soup and just enjoy the mandalorian and look at baby yoda right right 
So on that note, I love you guys. I'm going to talk about love spells next time. Sorry about the delay being gone for so long. Just some crazy Nana Shogans. And I will be back on a weekly schedule, 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 whatever. Just had to get back into focus and put people in their places, so to speak, if you know what I'm saying. I love you guys. And thank you so very much for the support. If you get the chance, go see my cartoons. I do comics on Webtoons under Goth Love Is. Uh, you can find me on my Instagram um, at Auntie Pan Pan or TJ Tier Auntie Pan Pan. I have a um, public page, Auntie Pan Pan, on Facebook. I'm on Twitter occasionally ranting and raving, but eh, it's more of a what's going on, what's happening. So send you all the rose quartz in the world right now, y'all, because we need it. And we all need that rose quartz to attract some more love. Okay? I love you guys. Zen hugs to everybody. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. The Anti-Pan-Pan Podcast has been brought to you with people such as Beastly Undertakings, where your t-shirt nightmares can come true, and by The Dragon and the Rose. If you're looking for all your occulty walty needs, please go to thedragonandtherose.com. Also can be found at 2424 North Grand Avenue, Sweet K, like Karen, in Santa Ana, California. Also, hexes and vexes for all your woo-woo brew-brew needs. Thank you so much. Love and zen hugs to everybody. And I will see you next time. And anything that sounds like it might be a friend or a sort of a friend or someone you know or might have known or didn't know, any and anything that's been put in here is entirely coincidental and just a coincidence. Bye! Thank you.